cool. We're usually at Bo's Cafe in the morning. Yeah, it's the yeah. afternoon. Yeah. We're a happy we hour here. We're spent. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you speak for yourself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> David and I have been drinking Coke. And I am, am interested to know what Bill is thinking right now. Uh, having come back from Vienna after... Is he back yet, or is he still in the air? Uh, he's in the air. I mean, but, you know, he just got there. He's like four days in Vienna, or three days in Vienna. That's a short trip to Vienna from Phoenix. Amazing. We are continuing on today with the story of the ladders. We're on this first run of the character line. You remember the two rails? Do you remember the two rails? You, you guys remember oh, the two yeah. rails? You got the rails? Environments of Grace and the Relationships of Trust. And we're going to spend one more week on this rung of humility because there's so many things to ask about it and to ponder. Um, We have defined humility as trusting God and others with me. And I wanted to just ask this question. What happens to people who begin to believe that this is sort of the essence, it's not the only definition, but the essence of humility trusting God and others with me. And they begin to do this, and they come along some stage in their life where they really believe they're supposed to do this career or have this decision or go to this school or be with this person. And then they ask the people that they trust, and they don't think the same thing. What happens when you think God is, his spirit is leading you one way, and some people that see you all the time think, no, we're not so sure about that. What, why does that happen, and what do you do? Here he goes again. He's asking the questions you and I Why do I do that? Yeah. Hard questions. Where's the softball? Yeah. Come on. Hey, come on. Hey. When we do, do interviews, This has people, never happened yeah. to people, right? Yeah. So that was David, you a, want to start? I'll take a swing at after you. Well, you'll remember that Bill last week made a very strong statement about that we would never be objective and that we'd always be distorted without others' take on us. And that, I don't think, meant that we would always be wrong uh, compared to what other people said. Right. So I think that part of the... the t- to flesh that out a little bit more would be that we do want to be in the process of hearing how we affect people and how uh, what other people see in our lives. Yeah. The good stuff, uh, the strengths, and then also some some places where we might have some pitfalls that we might not have eyes for. And um, in that process, we're supposed to more and more get a, get a better idea of who we are. And so I think that, especially for those who are in that process, we're probably going to have a little bit more clarity. And then if you run up against something where you say, I, I feel like really called to do this, even if it sounds crazy, and you let those people ask you good questions, um, if they're that kind of person, and you're still convinced, even if they're not, then that that might be good. If they're not the kind of person that's going to ask you questions, if they're going to just say, no, that's a bad idea, then probably the best thing to do is to ask them questions. Well, yeah. what are your fears for me? Well, what makes you say that? And see if there's something that you're missing. And if they aren't able to respond with anything that maybe is beyond their fear for, you know, just their overall fear or their overall sense, well, maybe that's not wise. Or, or maybe just their background of that sounds a little too crazy for me. Right. 
Um, if they're not able to answer back with that, then you might say, well, I did talk with someone, and I still feel like this is a go, and um, that's kind of how I start to look at it. Yeah, I like that. This is not a paint-by-number kind of process. This is this a messy process. This right. is a, a relational process. Well, yeah, in saying that, I'm, I'm I think my relationship with you, Chris, I, I come under your protection of me in humility. But I, I bet you a lot of the time I don't think you're right on what right. you would say to me. Right. And, you and, keep and eating certain foods that absolutely. I and, and, you. And, and you've said it over and oh over again. Gosh. No, but, no, but seriously, I, when I hear you, I go, oh, he doesn't have all the information. He's, right. He doesn't have, he doesn't, he's, he's, he's got his own day that he's bringing into it. But I trust you with me that you're for me and that you're protecting me. And, and so that's a different thing than going to everybody, okay, you're the magic person, so your answer has to be more right than mine because I've come right. under you and I have to listen to all your answers. Yeah, It's a different thing. But, but there has to be some people in my life where I go, I really trust my person to you, where I, where I go, I, I really run by my life. I tell you my stuff. I tell you... But I, I know that sometimes you're not going to be able to have all the information to be able to make the final word decision on That's something. Right. And, um, but I think I want to carefully listen if you have strong objection because I really do respect you. I do really count on you and need you. And for me to just wholesalely just dismiss it, then I have to ask question. I have to ask question. Have I really had humility to come under these relationships, right. or has it really been expedient all along? And I, I just go with my own way anyway, because in that case, I haven't been humble. But, but I, there really is not a law that says because I've come under anybody that all of their, I mean, for all, I mean, he's sixty percent <laughs> if he's lucky. I mean, and uh, so, so I, I know that. A lot of times you'll say, man, I said this, he ended up doing that, and yeah, and no more is even said about it because right. because we we know, gosh, if I'd given Bruce more time, it, he, he would even maybe come up with a different answer. Yeah. That's right. I, I think one of the relationships that we're trying to be sensitive to when we say trusting God and others is our walk with, with the Spirit. That's right. The Holy Spirit is... is a very uh, tender and always accurate guider, and we're trying to listen to him to get our sense of those priorities, uh, those directions in our lives that we should uh, go. And and sometimes the Holy Spirit is using other people to help us uh, listen to him as well. We're just hearing his voice mm-hmm. through other people. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a big this role of deception, we get we get easily deceived over all kind of things in life, and so I think coming to clarity on what is true, what is not a lie in our lives, is a big part of why we, as you say, put ourselves under other or entrust ourselves to other people. It doesn't always necessarily mean, well, I'm going to go to this university instead of that that's one because right. they told that's, me that's right. it's not that. They're not genies. No. The other day, 
you, David, came to me, and and he wasn't saying, "No, I'm going to whatever you do, John. I'm going to go with your answer." But he knows that I have uh, maybe a temperament or a personality or a bent that that's different than his, and he's going, "I might miss it because this this situation, man, I might go at it this way." And and you ran it by me and and said. Wow, thanks. I don't think I would have seen that right. before. That's humility to me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like I've got to use John's answer or yeah. I'll never get to do this again. Yeah. But he was saying, I really do think you have something to bring to me here and I want to come under it. Yeah. And, and in my situation, I was, uh, I saw some things and I was sure of what I saw. But what I do with those is far more uh, dicey. Yeah. And so in talking <laughs> that out, um, it wasn't any huge shift, but it was a confirmation of that I wanted to basically take a positive approach. And it was crazy, in, in fact, without saying much about it, just that conversation was more of a, a confirmation of I can move on what the Spirit's telling me. And when I did that, I had a, mm. an opportunity to hear about what the effect of that was, mm. and it was mm. powerful. Yeah. It was it was um, it was neat, and so I may not have listened to the spirit in the way I could have. Now that does that's not really fair to the question because you said, "What if you think think they're wrong?" Well, right. I didn't think he was wrong, wrong yeah. in this, right? Um, but I think is the process it still still works itself out because at least you heard another side at least you heard what if they did think obviously if you think they're wrong they think you're wrong yeah so at least you heard what some of those are and at least you got to match up your gut and your answers and your thoughts against something and now you've got something to compare to against it and probably they still love you i hope so otherwise it's not much of a relationship you do what they say or they don't love you right that's not what we're talking about but um at least you took that step of saying, you people who love me, I want to hear from you. And even if I think you're wrong, at least I know why. At least I... That's, that's still humility, humility if you really believe, if you really valued what they had to say. Right. And you just found, um, I, I still think I need to go my way. That's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think part of the beauty of the process, and it is a relational process with God mm-hmm. and with others... Is just what First Peter five says, that if you trust God and others with yourself, like you were doing with John the other night or the other day, that God's grace will be uh, lavished mm-hmm. to you, will be given to you, mm-hmm. and what happened is your your perspective mm-hmm. begins to change. We can't explain mm-hmm. all this. Some mm-hmm. of this is mystery, mm-hmm. but it's in the process that the Spirit of God is very active, giving grace which is uh, so dynamic. And I wish right now, John, I think about uh, what, what has been written in the preamble on grace. Mm-hmm. So much can happen in a relationship, in perspective, in, in just how we feel about a certain decision or relationship mm-hmm. uh, because God's grace is given to us. I think this is a great distinction we're making today because I think a lot of... Um, I, I even see it in husband and wife things where, where wives say, I know I'm supposed to submit. And they're basically saying, I'm <laughs> going to comply and yeah. make it look like it. But I'm really going to, until we have an honest understanding of, oh, no, you're another person 
who gets to stand with me and I get to run through all my perspectives because when I get John Lynch for so many years and, and still even often now when I get sideways and something throws me off I lose my objectivity and that's when I really need some people to come around me not to give me right answers to the right. situation but to go John this doesn't sound like you at the moment that you you sound yes you, you sound subjective in this yes and I I think if if I'd have to say what humility has looked like more often than not it's been that more than me getting a right answer from anyone. And I liked you uh, surfacing that whole issue of submission because as we read in Philippians 2 last week, that is the next piece of the process. And if we can get this distinction right on humility, then the second rung of the ladder becomes much more obvious to us what it really is versus compliance, which we'll get after next week. Yeah. We'll see you at Bo's Cafe then. Bye, you guys.